Hello, everyone, and welcome to Keys to the Game. I'm your host, Gary Lester, and I'm joined in the studio with head, coach, head football coach Kurt Newsom. Coach, thanks for being here again on this uh, Monday afternoon. Glad to be here. Coach, they say West Virginia is wild and wonderful. Uh, this past Saturday, it certainly was. I don't know about wild and wonderful, but it sure was exciting with uh, the Wasp pulling out a 41-33 victory over Bluefield. What uh, That game, boy, there was a lot going on there. What was your general impressions, though, of the game as you step back now and think about it? You know, I think last year's game hurt us a little bit and uh, as far as hmm. our, our guys thinking about it. You know, because we had a big lead a, a year ago, and then we had another one this year, and then they come back. And, I, you know, I think that haunted us, you know, and, it, it, right. you know, that was kind of our season a year ago. So I, I thought that was in, in our helmets a little bit. And uh, so, I mean, to get the win and, you know, what what they had done, they had won seven games in a row going yeah. into last week, I mean, to the uh, Georgetown game. And they didn't play very well, and Georgetown kind of swamped them. But uh, they had won seven in a row. They are picked to come in second. They said they had 19 starters back. So for us to, you know, get a big lead and, and you know, stay in the game plan and win the game uh, was was still good. So mm-hmm. because they're, you know, they're a solid football team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're not what we're going to play in this South Atlantic Conference, but uh, they're they're solid football team. Well, and it's a big game for them. I mean, I was kind of you know, Josh talked with uh, Coach Dewey Lusk before the game, and he talked about how how big a game this was. Kind of like a yardstick for them. They're, they wanted to see how they measured up against a, 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 the Emory Henry program, and and he put a lot of emphasis on it. Well, he always would because you know he was an Emory guy, and he was here mm-hmm. when I was here. And, uh, you know, he applied for the job when Don Montgomery got it. And yeah. thought He thought he would get it and didn't get the job. I mean, it's probably his Super Bowl, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, I don't think Bluefield's my Super Bowl, but uh, that's, that's kind of how it works. And um, so I, they point towards this one and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and we need to also, I mean, it's a – rivalry and uh so that's a that's a big deal but uh overall i you know the way we started after our trip we had a rough trip coming down i'll tell you about that in a little bit but okay. uh, it was uh anyway I, I was glad we came out with the win well let's talk a little bit about the game because i think you know it it it, it certainly was an exciting game and i know i had some people that sent me text later and says <laughs> talking about how wild the game was but uh, you guys come out in the first quarter I mean and it was just a great team effort uh, short goes four for eight throws for 90 yards and two touchdowns um, you're three for four on third down conversions um, your defense they held them to f- only 42 yards of one th- first down on a third down conversion at first quarter and then your special teams Added a touchdown to that. I mean, you guys were clicking on all cylinders in that first quarter. Yeah, yeah. Football is a game of momentum, and we we, I mean, we had it rolling at that time. And uh, you know, we were we were running the football, and we and any time we got in a third down situation, we were able to complete it. So it was it was really good at that time. And uh, 
you know, I, I, I felt like, I mean, I've, I've been doing this a long time, mm-hmm. and I felt like this was going to be a game that we, you know, in the fourth quarter we are going to play everybody. And, uh, you know, you never should completely feel like that. No. But, but I did when it was 21 to nothing after the punt return. I said, well, we can play a lot of folks right. and we can do those type of things, but it didn't turn out like that. Well, I thought I thought Coach uh, B. Craft's play calling was excellent in that first quarter. I mean, I think he, you all kept them so uh, off kilter on their defense. They really didn't, did not know where you were coming from. Yeah, I thought he called a great game the whole night. and. Uh, and it wasn't just that first quarter. I well, think. I don't but, mean but, to, but yeah. no, I know you weren't saying that. But uh, it was, it was. Uh, he he really did a good job. And then when Tomate took that punt in, it was like, hey, let's let's go and let's. But then Tony Hart, who comes on the headphones, he says, "Remember last year." <laughs> And Thanks, I think I, I think our whole team remembered last year, and uh, so I, that was a that was a major concern with us. And then, um, you know, the turning point in the game was the as far as momentum goes is, you know, we schematically we weren't good with the the play Grayson fumbled on, and and then not just schematically, but it was Grayson. He grabs the football with one hand. And so it was It was two things that happened. We should have been blocking the guy that knocked the fumble out, and uh, we should have brought it back. It's a counter tray that the Redskins uh, made famous. Right. Joe We're Gibbs. doing it out of the gun. And uh, – so if we'd have brought brought it back to the four technique, uh, we'd have been better served. And then if Grayson wouldn't have taken the snap with this upper hand, I don't know how you do that, but he did it. And uh, and I promise you, I'm never going to say anything negative about Grayson because uh, you know he's as tough as guys I've ever been around. And you know he had 127, 129 yep. yards and averaged 4.5 yards a carry. So uh, and uh, that was, you know, that gave him that momentum. You know, and that that changed the complex of the game well it sure did i mean they they that score i mean they you could just see their sideline and the crowd you know got into the game and in the second quarter they score three touchdowns um and and it's like bizarro world you know everything what's up is down and down is up short goes three for ten and for only 22 yards um you're one for four on third down conversions in that second quarter and they score three touchdowns i i kept saying on the radio i i would bet that Coach Newsom just wants to get in that locker room and get this quarter over because it was nothing they did was was wrong. Everything worked for them. No, everything worked for them, and I did want to get in the locker room. And I, I, I wanted to tell our guys it wasn't going to be a yell session, which, you know, I've, I've done before. It was going to be keep your poise, we're okay, mm-hmm. because I think all of those guys were thinking, the ones that were on the field a year ago were thinking, hey, this is the same thing. It's just happening earlier. And, yeah. you know, and I didn't want them to think that. I said, hey, listen, we're okay. We're going to keep our poise. We're going to win this football game. Don't get, don't panic. Nobody panic. And, um, 
you know, sometimes I'm different than that. But I, this this one, that's that's kind of what I, I felt like, that if we would just, you know, do what we have to do, we know we've got a better football team. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you've got a better football team, you need to win the game. And uh, I, I felt like we did, and I felt like we had a great plan. And, uh you know, so that's that's how we approached it at halftime. Did they do anything differently in that second quarter? I mean, did they run some different formations or some motion or, or things that, that – They didn't do anything different the whole game that okay. we weren't expecting. They weren't expecting. Uh, we, we, the big touchdown play, we had two safety uh, safety and a corner run into mm-hmm. each other and knock each other off. It was bad breaks, and then the the fumble for the touchdown, and us knocking each other down, and no, and then there was they were going to score points. I mean, they'd won seven games in a row before the last week, and they were picked second in their conference, uh, which is a good conference NAIA. And uh, so, I mean, they they had what what they said was nineteen starters coming back again. Yeah. So, I mean, we we were we were playing good football and uh we just needed to stay confident and realizing we've got a good football so team. so that was your halftime speech to them then just stay calm we've got we hey, keep your poise and uh you know they like to talk a little bit and just don't get stupid penalties and uh we're, we're gonna be fine and don't think about anything but winning this football game well, and I thought you came out in that second half, and that's exactly what it looked like to me. Everybody kind of regained their composure. You guys started running the football more. You didn't throw it as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you you know, you know, started putting points on the board. And I thought the defense had a – I thought they were really good in the sec- first quarter, but I thought they had a really good second well, half. Well, because – uh, yeah, because the turnovers. Yeah. And, and I, the, the most disappointing thing was our first drive out of the out of the half, and you'd like to have a better drive than that. But after that, I thought offensively we lined up and said, hey, you know, we're, we're going to run it at you with Grayson. And uh, that's that's what we're going to do. And then defensively, they they kept getting turnovers. Mm-hmm. And I mean that was the difference in the game. Yeah. And uh, I mean just we felt like they would throw it to us or or turn the ball over. You know, in the first two games they had had four picks, four picks. I think that's what it was. And then we got three picks and a fumble. Yeah. So uh, you know, and that kind of stayed consistent so that was something we had talked about all week and uh in the second half our our guys you know kept their poise and and played hard and uh, you know that that was important at that time and uh, you did finish strong and we're going to talk about we're going to take a quick break here and listen to a message from our sponsors but we'll come back we'll talk about some of the you already mentioned grace and overstreet but we'll talk about some of the other performances i thought that that was really good over there on this past saturday so folks we'll be right back financial investments are very important but so are the investments of time patience and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches teachers and mentors Edward Jones is proud to support Emory & Henry Wasp Basketball on WEHC. To learn more about your investment options, edwardjones.com or 276-783-4448. Edward Jones, 126 East Main Street, Marion. Member SIPC. 
And we're back. Uh, Coach, we were just talking about uh, the, uh, the second half. You guys uh, you know, came out of the locker room, did what you had to do, took care of business. Uh, you had some really outstanding performances. We talked about Grayson Overstreet. As I mentioned, he had 28 carries for 127 yards. Um, he ran the ball really hard. Boy, he, he runs it hard every, every oh, play. He's, he's, he is a, he's a good one now, and we're excited about him for the rest of the season. And He's just a special guy and uh, cares about winning and losing. He's one of those guys, mm-hmm. and he's 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 he could have played in the seventies. <laughs> I promise you. Well, also uh, your quarterback Kyle Short, uh, he was fourteen for thirty and two hundred forty-one yards, three touchdown passes, no interceptions. I thought he did. Uh, I thought he played better this past week than he did against Concord on making some of his reads. You would know that better than I, but I thought he had a good game and, and, and managed the game well. He's a good game manager, and uh, I mean we're we're still looking at Charles to play, and mm-hmm. uh, I think we're going to play him this week some. And but but Kyle really managed the game and kept us in it, and I mean, well, continued to not turn the ball over, and yeah. that's that's key. You know, yeah, and as long as we're not turning the ball over, especially in the league we're going in, because the league we're going in, you, I mean, our margin for error is is zero. <laughs> yeah, you know, so we we've got to do that, and Kyle does that, and we're going to see. We've got to give Charles an opportunity in this league, so we're we're going to try to give him that this week. Well, and Kyle Short, I'm telling you, the time the play he made when the ball slipped through his hands, he turns around, picks it up, and fires it about 30 yards down the field to Tomate Penn for a completion was might have been the play of the game. Yeah, I, probably I, probably changed the whole game. Yeah, and I, although I felt like the game shouldn't have been that close at that time, and I think everybody there knew that, but when he did that. I mean, that was special. Because you are thinking, here they come. And or pick it up and run or for, pick it for up. no yards. And, yeah, <laughs> and and he picks it up, turns around, and, and remembers, I guess, where Tomate is yeah. and, and fires a bullet down there. Yeah, so I thought that was that was really heads-up play by Kyle. And then, of course, uh, Tomate pinned seven catches, 129 yards, one touchdown. He's averaging – he averaged 18 yards per catch, and he also had – Punt return. So another great game. I thought he had a good game against Concord. Certainly glad he came over from. Farum. That was money well spent yes. to get uh, get him uh, <laughs> from Farum to pay for his education, and uh, he's been a special player since he's been here, and uh, he's been a much better person than I ever knew because I always knew him from Farum, and we were playing him. And he was a little bit of a talker, and we've tried to get that out of him. But uh, he's uh, he's he's been a special guy, and I think the world of him. And uh, I'm glad he's playing for Emory. As I said earlier, he may be older than some of our coaches, but uh, he's a good football player. Well, and, and certainly you must have a lot of confidence in that freshman kicker. You send him out there for two, not one, two 42-yard field goals. And he and, and, and weather that's not befitting for a kicker, you know, it's not perfect weather, you know, it's it's not dry. It's 
and uh, he just goes out there and he does his thing and you know he's he's a little different duck but i care about him and uh he's he's been good up to this point and uh he had kicked a 51 yarder that's the only reason we tried it but uh since anthony's in here anthony got uh the player of the game on the field goal team we kicked it and we called uh snake when there's somebody in the end zone so we knew if somebody was there we have to cover yeah i was worried and about so, that so uh we knew all about that and but he had kicked a 51 yarder probably in the elements he couldn't do that but anthony covered the kick made the tackle okay because those offensive linemen None of them are going to make a tackle. That was what I was worried about, is, is are these linemen going to be no, able to – No, they can't. No. So, so that's why he got uh, player of the game on the field goal team. Well, congratulations, Anthony. Um, well, let's, defensively, I'm telling you, a Herstic must have had nightmares about Ivan Phillips uh, after the game. He had seven solos, two assists for nine tackles. And a couple of those tackles, I'm telling you, I don't know how the kid got up because when Ivan hit him, of course he forced a fumble on one. Right. The other one would knocked him out of bounds. But those were some kind of Ivan tackles. played very physical. He was all over the field. He was, you know, past hash to hash the way he played. And, uh, you know, he's, he's an older guy that's special. You know, I've been a lot of places, and I'm not sure he couldn't have played at any, uh, all of them. He mm-hmm. could have played at all of them. You know, he's he's uh, he's a guy that leads our team, and we continue to lean on him, and uh, he's done a great job, and well, he's, I, he's special. I, I think if he continues playing like he is, has been, uh, he certainly is, in my mind, would be in a pick in the running for a, you know some type of all-conference. Oh, I think so, too, and I think the – the conference, the SAC conference guys will see that, and I think they'll realize this guy can play yeah. for anybody in this league and and other people in leagues above, because I know he can. He had a well of a game. Uh, T.J. Payne, six solos and one assist for seven tackles, and he got an intercept. I thought your secondary played really well. I thought they covered, broke on the ball. Made good, sure tackles. I thought they had a really good game. And there's no question. And we were, you know, we are dropping eight, so pressure wasn't going to be a big factor except for, and especially as much as they held. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mentioned that, the fact that it was more like a wrestling match. I, I, out there. I've, I've never been involved in a game. like, And I asked Coach Tall, uh, who's, you know, been at Michigan, West Virginia, and Harvard, and, uh, he, he felt like it's the most holding he had ever seen. So uh, we just told a little bit, and we're going to get called for a little hold. They tackle us every play, and they're never going to get called for a hold unless they bring us to the ground, I guess. I mean, so. Well, they were, I mean, you could look at Swagheimer's jersey and tell that he'd been, I yeah. mean, they'd mugged him. He just about ripped his jersey. Well, and that's and what same I said. With I said, uh, Don Don Penix, he went into the game with the uh, large jersey, and he came out with a 2X. <laughs> uh, well, Coach, we're going to uh, leave it there and talk a little bit about Newberry when we come back from a uh, another 
break for the, and hear from our sponsors. So uh, we'll leave it there, and we'll come back and talk about Newberry. All credit, man. Support for WEHC comes from Snow's Fine Meats and Provisions, a neighborhood butcher shop in downtown Abingdon specializing in locally sourced pasture-raised proteins, handmade deli items, and specialty goods. Open Tuesday through Saturday and online at Snow's Fine Meats, 160 East Main Street, Abingdon. Snow's Fine Meats, bringing the old-fashioned butcher shop experience to your table. I heard the voice of a pork shop say, come on, WNRS. And we're back, and Coach, uh, we're going to talk about Newberry. One thing I just want to mention, uh, you know, this is we talked about this game being a big game for them, and I know it is for us too, but uh, Coach Lusk said he was going to leave that spot open in his schedule next year, hoping that we could continue this rivalry for... Yeah, I want to play him forever. Yeah. No, well, I mean, I want to. Well, he mentioned some of the same things that, that you had mentioned. I mean, it's... You know, it's they're close by. It's a good rivalry. It's not expensive to get over there and back, or them come over here. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. And I mean, the, the best thing you, it was the the expense. Yeah. And uh, and then as we increase scholarships, I mean, I'd like to play a lot of people like that. Yeah. And um, you know, I feel like our program is on the rise. They've been given scholarships since they opened. We've been giving them for a year and a half, and mm-hmm. I, I think we can compete with those guys. And, yeah. You know, I want I want to keep playing them, and uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Well, I think them and Concord make a lot of sense economically for no question, and, and the rivalry, and and the, it, it's easy on the fans to get to the games and, and right. so forth. Well, let's shift gears here. The 13th ranked uh, Newberry Wolves are coming in here. Um, they are. Uh, uh, Ranked number thirteen, they're two and zero on the season. They just beat a, a pretty darn good North Greenville team this past week. Um, they've got a really explosive offense. I, I was looking at some of the film on them. They they hit on all cylinders. It looks their, like to their me. quarterback is so athletic, and mm-hmm. they've got a receiver number four out there that can beat you in a second. You know, it's the best football team that's probably been on Emory's campus in. Uh, 40 years you know i mean that's what it is it is mm-hmm. what it is and uh you know i'm i'm not hiding that fact but you know it's real live football yeah i i was thinking back to the 1962 game when wnl came in here and they had been playing up and were undefeated for i don't know how many years but i think it's that kind of a team that's coming in here is i don't want to make them sound like giants but you know, they're averaging 420 yards a game on uh, offense. They're 50-some, almost 60% third down conversions. They've been in the red zone 10 times and they've scored nine. I mean, they, they finish and, and they have been, you know, their time of possession has been around 35 minutes per game these last two. I mean, that they – they, they've got the receiver, the quarterback, and then they got Mario Anderson, that running back, who's pretty good. Oh, they're, yeah, they're special. I mean, they went to the playoffs last year. They're the number one. Uh, I mean, they were picked number one in the sack preseason. And, you know, they they went to the playoffs a year ago. The only team out of the sack that went to the playoffs. So it's right now. It's the best team in the sack. Now, what happens the rest of the season? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, right now, going into our game, they're the team 
to beat. And mm. they're on the other side of the conference. So I'm really upset that that was our draw. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I, I wish we could have gotten somebody else. But uh, that's who we play. And, you know, it's, it's I'm excited about it. Yeah, oh, well, know, I, I want to see how our guys are going to fight. You know, mm-hmm. are, are you going to stand up and, and play? And, you know, we, we understand that we're, you know, we don't have the resources right now that they have, and and we don't have the scholarships that they have. But we've got a bunch of guys, I think, that care about playing football, and so we'll see how that goes. Well, so defensively, I know Coach Buzzo is going to spend a lot of time. He's probably going to have a lot of sleepless nights. But, I mean, you've got a triple threat there. You've got this all-conference quarterback, all-conference uh, receiver and all-conference running back. So how, where do you concentrate? Will well, you see, guys... you've got to stop it all. You've got to have a quarterback player. you got to have – and then they do the jet sweep thing, and so you got to have a jet sweep guy. So then you've got to – I mean, and then you've got to cover them. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a headache. Yeah. You know, what they do is – and their running game is fairly similar to ours. You know, we, we do some jet stuff and all mm-hmm. that, but uh, – you know they got some cats, yeah. you know, and and they've got they've got some offensive linemen that were back from last year, yeah. and um, and they uh, but the the skill is the difference right yeah. now, yeah. and usually it's just the line, and and uh, their their line is different uh, than what we've played against. Well, and as potent as their offense looks and is. Uh, they're really their calling card for the last couple of years and last season was their defense. They're outstanding well, on defense. Their co- their head coach is a defensive coordinator, Todd that, Knight. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. that's what they do. And I I was fortunate enough to meet him at the uh, first coaches meeting I went to. I think it was last January or February in South Carolina. I and mean, one of the nicest guys in the league and. You know their their starting linebacker is uh, Hunter Taylor's brother. Oh, I, so, I didn't. I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. So that's that's a little bit different. But you know they've they've got a, a, a guy that started as a sophomore for UVA and on the defensive line, and everybody else looks like him. I'm thinking, yeah. hold on, time out. I, I, he, and that must be number two. Yeah, well, league. he started in 2017. He was a freshman in 2016 at UVA. So, uh, you know, he's as old as our coaches, of course, <laughs> So, <laughs> except for me. And uh, But he's a good player. But he doesn't separate himself from the rest of them. So I think he's got a bunch of good ones. Yeah. Well, Coach Beecraft's going to have his – Hands full. I mean, they've already recorded 11 sacks, and they're averaging 60 yards, giving up 60 yards a game rushing. So, uh, Overstreet's going to have his hands full, and and the red zone is they're one for. They've had four times in the red zone and only given up one score. So yeah, we watched the red zone tape today, and it was the shortest one I've ever watched in my coaching career. Uh, so people haven't been down there. And the goal line tape was even shorter. Even yeah. we had one play, one play. <laughs> so, so yeah, they're they're pretty good, and I and I hope we have a big crowd because I think it's going to be a it's going to be a really good football game. And uh, and Coach Knight has had some. This is twentieth year there at Newberry. 
Yeah, he's he's a good guy. He's done a good job, and I you know I, I respect guys that have done it the right way. And you know I think he's was around the block a little bit before that. I think I saw where he was at Gardner Webb yeah. or somebody or somewhere before that. So he I mean he's 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 coached some ball and uh, but he was he was good to me at that meeting and that's all I can base it on. Well, Coach, we're out of time. I want to wish you the best of luck this Saturday, and I do hope we have a big crowd, and, and I want to thank you for making this show possible. So I really appreciate it. Thank you for everything, and uh, please come out and support us. I know our guys are going to go to war and fight, and that's, that's who they are. So we'll see where this thing goes. All right. Well, thank you for listening today, and you can listen to this on your favorite podcast location, and that's going to do it for Keys to the Game.